0: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 206. This episode is brought to you by Not Grass History. They provide homeschool history curriculum for all ages from a Christian worldview, and it's really easy to use. We've never used it for the younger ages so far, but we definitely prefer it for high school because if you do everything that they suggest, your high schooler can even get three credits on their transcript, one for history, one for English, and one for Bible. I love that they have coordinated literature lists where your kids are reading alongside their history books and primary sources to go along with what they're learning. If you want some free history resources right now, they have a free digital copy of Presidents and First Ladies Field Trip Guide. You can go to 4 morecom forward slash not grass history to check them out. I also noticed that if you click on that site, when you go to 4 morecom forward slash not grass history, you can try not grass history for free. They will actually let you download the first three units from any of their curriculum so you can get a really great grasp of whether or not their philosophy, their methodology, whether or not it will work for you. So definitely check them out, get some free resources at 41more.com forward slash not grass history. Welcome to episode 206. You can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 206. Today I'm talking about why you should ditch homeschool lesson planning. This is something I've been talking about for well over, I would say, five years at this point. One of the earliest posts I ever wrote was about, well, one of them was about not using a ton of printables or worksheets, and the other one was not lesson planning. Because I see this question from people, someone recently wrote on social media, they were asking for advice in a homeschool group, and they said, how do you build in your planning and prep time each day or week? And... When I see moms like, okay, I've got this humongous teacher planner and I'm spending all summer writing in every little lesson we're going to do and organizing it all and writing things out, I'm just kind of overwhelmed looking at it. When I was a classroom teacher, I had to have a planner and I had to actually... Right in there what standards we were covering for each lesson. If my principal came in, he would expect to see the planner on my desk and be able to see exactly what I was teaching that day. But you're not a classroom teacher. You're just homeschooling your kids. And honestly, you have flexibility and you don't need to plan out what everyone's doing for every subject, you know, on day 108 in math. How in the world are you going to know what lesson you're really on at that point? Isn't the beauty of homeschooling your ability to be flexible, to customize, to slow down if you need to, to speed up if you want to? I mean, that's why when I see homeschool moms freaking out or being stressed out about homeschool lesson planning, I want to tell them to calm down. There's a better way. Don't try to be like a classroom teacher. You're not. You're just a homeschool mom. You don't need to overwhelm yourself with crazy planning. So if you go to the show notes, you'll find more details. And I even have a little workshop that's really, you know, I mean, it's like 30 minutes, maybe it's not overwhelming, where I show you how I do all my lesson planning for a whole year in less than an hour every summer. And that's it. I don't spend every weekend with a lesson planning book figuring out what we're going to do that week. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you a few of my tips and just an overview of changes you can make if you're overwhelmed with lesson planning, or maybe you haven't started homeschooling yet and you're trying to figure out what kind of philosophy is going to work for you. I would say embrace simple. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't overthink it. And so if you're spending all weekend erasing the lesson plan books and crossing stuff out because, hey, you're not where you thought you'd be and you know, your kids didn't get all their lessons done this week and now you've got to readjust for the coming week, I want you to simplify your planning. Here are three things to keep in mind as you try to ditch the homeschool lesson planning Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So basically, the best advice I could give you is to plan once in the summer for the whole year and adjust as needed. The way you get this done is you have to pick open and gro- go curriculum where you don't need specific plans for each day, where you don't have to get out these humongous teacher books Teacher editions, teacher manuals, and figure out okay, what am I supposed to say? What do I give you? What extra sources and resources do I need? Like it shouldn't be that complicated. Some curriculum, I hate to say, some curriculum, even from companies that I love and that we use some of their stuff, it is written for a classroom. It's not written toward a homeschooler. And so if you're overwhelmed because it's not, an easy to use curriculum, it's too clunky, it's not open and go, you might want to consider changing up what you're using. So you need to have something, if you want to go simple, you need to have something where you just can put a bookmark in every day when you're done and say, "Okay, we're going to do the very next thing tomorrow. It should be that easy to figure out what to do each day. And so when I plan once in the summer for the whole year, it does start out on paper, and I have some schedule planning sheets. If you just go to 4 morecom you'll see them right there on the main page. They're in my resource library. You can download those and just start writing it out. See who you can group together. See, you know, what materials you already own and what you need to buy remember to check out your digital resources if you've listened to my podcast we've talked about organizing those digital resources on Trello so you don't forget to use them so be sure to check on Trello and see hey maybe you have everything you need for history this year or science maybe you don't even need to buy in anything and so double check what you have plug it in there on the paper sheet then from there I would say you can go two directions. You can go use Trello for your, especially for your teens, your middle schoolers, your high schoolers, maybe some upper elementary kids would appreciate Trello, but it's a way that you just lay out everyone's master board with what's expected every day. You don't ever go in there and say, do math page 97 problems, one through 20. You never get that specific. I mean, you could. But if you want to keep it simple, you just put, you know, whatever your math is, CTC math, algebra, and your kids know, you can put the login information on there, they know what to do or not grass history, they know, okay, I'm just going to do the next lesson tomorrow, because that's basically how it works. And so you plug in this whole master board. And, you know, so in the summer, it might take me an hour I mean, you're thinking about things all spring, right? You're thinking about, okay, what subjects are coming up? What do we have? You're going through your curriculum. When you actually sit down to write it down, it's going to take maybe an hour tops. And this could even be for like a bunch of kids. If you only have one or two kids, it might not even take you that long. And then once you have that, you make their master boards. You put in what's expected each week. Then all you do every Friday is a weekly reset. You check your kids' Trello boards. Did they check everything off? Do you need to grade anything? Do you need to talk to them? Maybe meet with them on a Friday to to see how the week went. And then you just kind of reset the master board or reset their board for the next week. Copy a new board. And they're all set to go. It doesn't take long. I don't. I never think about homeschooling all weekend. It's nice to take a break. So if you need to have a break from the lesson planning, I would say go that way. Now there is another way you could do it. You could still plan once in the summer for the whole year. You get your, you know, your main uh, ideas out. What are, what are the subjects and the resources that my child is going to use? And then for the younger kids, for lower elementary, especially even up through upper elementary, for some of your kids. They will love using a workbox because in a workbox, you have, you know, maybe a little system with drawers or little cubbies or something. And they know that in each of these drawers is one subject and it has everything you need for that subject. So maybe in their math drawer, they have a book and their ruler and, you know, whatever they might use for math, their flashcards, whatever you're using, their manipulatives, everything they need for that subject's in that drawer. And if you want to even get really more organized, you can literally pull out just that one math sheet they need to do that day instead of giving them their whole math book some kids are gonna be less overwhelmed if you pull you know rip out what they're doing or be very specific with the materials other kids will be fine if you stick their whole big spelling book in there and they just know do the next lesson whatever whatever works but you still for a workbox, you only need like a five minute reset each night make sure everything's ready for the next day and again, pick Open and Go curriculum. The setup is at the beginning of the year. That's when it's going to take you the most time because you have to think through things. But each night, it's like a five-minute reset to make sure everything's fresh for the morning. If you want a nice workbox bundle with cards and different resources to help you get started with a workbox system, you can check those out in our shop at fouroneMore.com morecom forward slash shop. So if you want to get off the lesson planning hamster wheel and do something more simple, I would say go ahead and find open and go curriculum, plan once in the summer, use Trello or Workboxes. Here's one other idea that I really love um, the concept of. We've never used this plan, but I'm gonna share it with you because I think some of you might actually like this better. Some families use a schedule where they have terms, school terms. And their terms might be four to six weeks or so. And then after that four to six weeks of, okay, we're doing school, they take a week off and you could use that week off to reset. So you're not constantly going, going, going. You actually get a week of downtime where you get to, you know, refresh the homeschool stuff, reevaluate your kids, get a little break from the academics and can just kind of, you know, take, have a vacation week or whatever and just play all day. And you're not expecting them to do math, you know, but that might work really well for some of you. And if you set up a calendar like that at the beginning of the year, you can make sure you get all your your days in if your state requires 180 days or whatever. You can map that out and figure out, okay, when do we need breaks? That way, you can even take off, say, the whole month of December. If you don't want to do any school in December, you can plan that really well. So go ahead and plan plan in certain break weeks if you need time to reset. One other way to do that would be a four-day school week where you do school from Monday to Thursday and then every Friday is your reset day. Or some families who are really busy on the weekend actually like to take Monday off and then they homeschool from Tuesday through Friday. So that's another way to do it. So I hope this episode has given you some inspiration and some ideas to implement to help you ditch the homeschool lesson planning if it's just driving you crazy and not working for you. Be sure to check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 206. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.